0: What's up, what's up, y'all? This is your host with the most so happy toast, Lita Johnson. And we have a Villanova radio episode, another one. It's just been hot in the program, man. It's been hot in the Villanova program. If you don't know, I write for VU Sports, Villanova Sports on 247 Sports, and I've been writing there since 2016. It's been great to cover everything recruiting that has to do with, I mean, I've covered golf and Villanova. So, man, it's just great to see. um, You know, everybody was kind of, you know, down on Neptune after the 17, not understanding the difficulty of what he had to do, man. This man then had to go do Fordham from a two and 16 program to even be able to bring players into Fordham, like a DJ Gordon, Abdul T. Simbala, you know, uh, Patrick Kelly, bringing guys that never would have even thought of Fordham, if it wasn't for Neptune, never would have even came their way. And then he gets there and gets them to a 500 team. When he did that, that was everybody was loving that, but when he was able to at least keep Villanova cuz really the realistic man, Villanova should have been looking at how ready they were. They should have been like 5 games below 500. Like Villanova went through hell trying to get the recruiting class with can with more back. Got that back. They're still trying to you got to jump into the fight game so quick. And to recruit, and you didn't get a whole year to even, wasn't no goodbye tour. There was nobody getting settled. Re- Everything had to be done by like dice. <laughs> Try not to crap out. And he did it. And, you know, you know I understand people wanting Nova to win. And they wanted Nova to, you know, be the same program. But that's not going to happen. It's it's just not it's just not easy and simple like that. And one the the one thing he had going for him was he was a guy that had been around this program for a minute. But nobody really nobody was like that with Neptune. That's not how it goes. You're like that with a coach like Jay Wright. You might come out and the guy it might be guys that recruit these guys, right? But they're not used to them like they are to Jay Wright. But Neptune never got that chance because Neptune was gone. It wasn't like he got George Halkovich. It wasn't like he got Anderson. It wasn't like he got Nardi. He got Neptune, and that was his guy. So he comes back, and now we come to this year. They're 4-1. It's going to be a game against Villanova today. Um, listen, to, to to run down, because it's time to talk some Nova. I mean, it's a lot of Nova to talk now over this Of course, Villanova started like, it was like three and two. Now they're four and one. And this team looks different. It's four lead scores. You can easily see that. it's four guys that it's, 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 it's seven that can create their own shot and just get you. Basically eight, and we're going to go to that. But there's four go-to scores, guys you can go to, and they're going to give you a bucket. That is Justin Moore, Eric Dixon, T.J. Bomber, and Tyler Burton. Tyler Burton can go get that bucket whenever you ask him to. Tyler Burton just does all the little things. He doesn't try to ask for the ball. He had to do it at Richmond. He had to, and he did it. He did it. And and seeing how good of a defensive player he is, how good of a hustler he is, I mean, I mean, he's just he's going to get his chances to have big games. He's already had big games this year. Like he he can just score when he feels like it, and he has range and he's long. Like he's really a good player. And, and Villanova making that move to put, in, I, I kind of was against it, but I see why he did it because he's six seven, and you know he has the length to to, to guard the power forward. You put Bamba. He has the length. He, he, can, he can guard the three position. Bamba can score so good, man. You, you know, he, he's just the type of guy that is. He's aggressive. He's explosive. He can score from anywhere on the court. You give him the ball, he's going to do it. He, he can do it. I mean, he'll do it faster than anybody on the team. And then you look at Justin Moore. He's just cool. He knows each side of the court. He has to be patient, cause now you know they let him be a ball handler. Of course, they're gonna give him a chance to be a ball handler, be a passer, like he was the recent game, having five assists, six rebounds, eighteen, nineteen points. I mean, Justin Moore's that guy. And then you know, Eric Dixon didn't have a good game the game before, against Merlin. so they owed him to give him the ball. It was like, okay, we got you, E. We go. that that's how good they are. They can be like, okay, Burton can sit back and score in single digits, but he can have a double figure game when he decides to. He can, he can light it up for 20 or 30 on you if he wants to. You can tell his whole game, he can score anywhere on he can do whatever he wants. On the court, he can drive on you. He, he's a good rebounder. He can shoot the ball. You know, like he can he can he can step back. He can, you know what I mean? He can listen. TJ Bomber is the type of guy he's aggressive. He's fast. He's quick. He can come through on the side on you. He can come through, you know what I mean, on the corner three on you. He can he can drive, penetrate, ball handle, stop, mid-range game, post-up game, rebound on you. Then we know with Dixon is just so much more better this year. He's I'm looking at him now and I'm like, okay. Cause you try to look at, you know, draft stop. Now, right now he's a he's definitely a early sec, second rounder, but really, you can't really say that. It's time to start scrambling a lot of these, like Trey Alexander's a move up in the draft. You know, it's a lot of guys that are moving up in this draft. We'll see where Dixon goes. You can't say it right now, but how he looks, if he keeps playing like this, showing that he can pass like that. He's faster. He's quicker. You can you can tell he's so much more comfortable, and his size where he's at now. He can just move so much more easier. He can hit that three point so much more easier. You know, he a six seven guy that's two fifty like that. They can do that. He has a big time career in the NBA in this era too. Like it, seeing he can pass like that. He can, he really is a better passer than he's been. Like, he looks like a complete player. And and that was on display against Texas Tech. Texas Tech is a good team, especially a good defensive team. Uh, Pop Isaacs, uh, Joe Toussaint, them guys are ballers. You know, they got some good uh, transfers, you know. So, you know, you guys been good. So Villanova goes in there, and Villanova, Villanova, Shows you. I mean, it was a, t- a close game. At one time, Texas Tech was up. But then Villanova just ran away with the game like they wasn't even a team. People don't understand when they beat Merlin, Merlin's not too, uh, listen, I know they started all slow, but Merlin's not the type of team you could just do like this, like, like that, like Villanova did them? Like that? No. That team is going to be good this year. They're, they're talented, but they're young. They're going to be good. Um, they've had their ups and downs before they saw Nova that was a but that was the time for them not to lose. Teams like that that they have the record a losing record, they're looking to get back. Villanova don't care which you are at. That's a good team. We don't care about your momentum, how much you feel like, you know um what you want to do <laughs> like if you gotta win, you know, Texas Tech wanted to stay undefeated. And you know, they came off their pin loss, and they didn't like it. And they have been tearing people up ever since. That's two blowouts. <laughs> since the pin loss, there's two blowouts against good teams. Seriously. like And, and, and if you thought the, you know, people might be all oh, the Merlin team, they, they was already losing. So people don't know how good this team is. They got crazy. And then so they, they showed you against a, a Texas Tech team. Like they they dissected them. Like, right? and this is a good defensive team. It made it look like they couldn't. It's nothing they could do. That's that's the thing I'm trying to say. It's nothing you can do when you got okay, Justin Moore's handling the ball, stuff he can do. Okay, you gotta worry about Justin Moore. And you gotta work, okay, you gotta worry about Eric Dixon. Everybody knows this. But you gotta worry about Bomber. That's a third guy, right? But running around the court is Tyler Burton. But then hold up, wait. Mark Armstrong. But the thing is, Mark Armstrong's not the go-to guy. He's doing a good job playing point guard. He's had some mistakes. He had five turnovers. I think it was against Merlin. But he also makes great decisions. I mean, he's going to have some mistake games, you know. Getting finally getting that time. He's starting point guard. But man, you see all the greatness. He can penetrate so see so fast, so quick. He's like got Tyrese Maxi speed. He can he can elevate. He can shoot the three. Like, what you're looking at is how Jalen Brunson was his first year. This is, this is how Mark Armstrong's role is this year. You're not going to – for one, you don't have to put the pressure on him. You know, Brunson came in. Archie no played the two. Uh, you had Chris Jenkins. You had Hart. And you had O'Shefel. You know, those guys, it was enough for Brunson to fall back, let all those guys eat. Other guys he, and come in if he needed to. And that's Armstrong. Armstrong's going to show you what he's about during the game. But all the other guys who you got to worry about, and these guys are go to scores. Go to scores, man. Like, seriously, like, when you see this team, especially off the bench which is different. I kept on telling people, like, you go back to 2018, okay, it was Dante DiVincenzo, but who else was coming off the bench doing what uh, Brandon Howes and Longino and Hart is doing off the bench? Are you are you serious? No, there was no Villanova team. You can say what you want. You can go back to the 2016 team. You can say what, Michael Bridges was not doing that off the bench. Gillespie and Dada had good uh, freshman years, They had good freshman seasons, but they was not doing that. <laughs> they was not hitting – they was not doing it, so Phil booth he was that guy twenty sixteen no question, like I say, Michael bridges, um, but they was not doing it. It was not like these guys Don Gino can score on you if he feel like it if he feel like it, he don't care um housing listen. Housing is, he's a, listen, he he might not be the best shooter in the country, but he's one of the top 10. There's no doubt the way he shoots it with ease, how he shoots it. And this guy can, um, this guy can definitely, definitely play. Like when he gets out there, he's a danger behind the arc. He can shoot from the logo. Then you got Hakeem Hart. Hakeem Hart is the best all around player on the team he can do everything both sides of the ball he, he, he can he can bring it up as a point guard he can do that he's a point four he can, he can play shooting guard he can he can play the four he can play the uh one in a small ball lineup he'll be a killer he'll be a killer five you know a real small ball lineup a guy that can pass the ball he can he can post you up he he can elevate athletically he can shoot the three this guy can play this guy can play So that's three guys like you really got to worry about these guys. I mean, to be honest with you, having Brendan Howes Brendan Howes is not as athletic as Dante DiVincenzo, but he could shoot just like (laughs) he would have been hitting those same three-point shots. He has that type of range. If you're talking about Phil Booth, the type of guy with Longino. And then Hakeem Hart, he's a, the thing is, he's a guy that's played five years. So that would have been like Michael Bridges playing five years. You know, I, won't, I ain't saying he's Michael Bridges, but at, at his position and size, you're bringing a guy with experience that can hit the three. I mean, he, he he can create his own shot, pull up when he feel like it. You know what I mean? Well, if he feel like this is a nice three-pointer, he's going to do it. Step backs, drive on you, get rebounds, pass the ball, can bring the ball up the court, man. Like this is a team. Then you go to Lance Ware. Lance Ware is important. He'll be important t- today against Villanova. He'll be important because Bakay is six eleven. That's going to be a problem. He's averaging twenty three in like sixteen. Bakay is having a a year. Um, he came in that same recruiting class as Justin Moore. Man, Justin Moore is um super, super <laughs> player right from that class, 2019. Same class they had Eric Dixon. Same class. Big time class. And now these guys face off. These guys face off. Bedcock was uh, recruited by Nova. So was R.J. Davis. Uh, Carmack Ryan, who's also on the team, was recruited by Villanova. You know, these are guys that, I mean, listen, Villanova, Nova's that type of program. And Wright, Wright had the the Unbelievable Avengers assistant coaches, I and mean, they were going after some of the best players in the country. And I was covering them when I first started covering them. It was Colin Gillespie and Dada. Those, those that, that class that had Jermaine Samuels, uh, they were going for Lonnie Walker, but ended up getting Colin Gillespie. You know, y'all know their story. You know, a great recovery. People really underrated Colin. They they should have had him as a listen. Colin Gillespie should have at least been a high rated five star. A high. If you're not gonna get him five stars. We should have at least been that with a 98 score. Like, come on, man. But, you know, people missed it. I guess they missed the quad green. I mean, <laughs> quad green was a five-star, you know, right out of PA. Straight from Philly. So, um, now you look at this team. Once again, Lance Ware. Lance Ware has the length. The energy, you you if you're watching these games, he's a game changer on defense. He can guard the perimeter. He's a guy you worry about out there. Now, you put him up against some of your taller guys, his length covers that from 6'9". Back out 6'11". Then you got Njoku 6'10". If you see, Njoku needs to play just for defense. We're not talking about offense. Let's just scratch that off. You have enough players that can score on your team. Let's stop thinking about offense now. Because if that was a problem, then we'd be talking about, all right, then we need to start having – where does not have to score? All you have to do is rebound, defense, uh, you know, play, play with the game, play with the rhythm. You know, get your shot when you get your shot. You know, you're going to get post-move shots, but you're not the guy with the pressure. Make sure you're rebounding, defense, uh, look for steals, that type of thing. And where is good at that. And then you got Najoku. He's super athletic, man. That block he made against Texas Tech, chasing a person down, this is what I'm talking about. You put those guys in there, they can take fouls, you know, because you always have Dixon, you know, ready to come in and play, you know, at the five position. You know, but those guys play good defense. Look at Njoku and where the defense they play and how they command rebounds, and, you know. They, they cloud space, so it, it can make other villain over players get rebounds because they're trying to battle the N- Joku and where they didn't have that last year. They didn't have two guys on the team like that in a minute. Like I know we had Daryl Reynolds one time with O'Chefful, two guys that can rebound. That's that's big. That's key there, but they wasn't on the bench. Like Neptune really has a talented team, all the way down to the core. Longino's gonna start next year. He's starting next year, man. He's starting next year. This game, um, I think housing's starting next year. I think Longino, Housing, Armstrong all starting next year. Now, who I think I think Trey Patterson and the Joku, or no, and Ware. I think Ware comes back, man. He comes back. He he's coming back, and he he he's gonna start at the five. Njoku will be the next one after him to start as center. Like, they won't have to rush to get nobody, but they're going to have to get a, a young center eventually. You know, you got, you know, Malcolm. Malcolm Thomas is a different animal, though. He's not like a guy that – I think he's a power forward that can play the uh, the three because he's developing skills. I, people don't understand. Malcolm Thomas is a guy that is, is steady evolving. He's not just a guy blocking shots and No, he's a guy developing a mid-range game. He has a a solid mid-range game. He has that already. He has a good post-up game, solid mid-range game. But now he's trying to develop a three-point shot. He wants his range to get better. If this guy develops a three-point shot, he's going to be the best. He could be the, I mean, he could be the best two-way recruit. I mean, just all-around recruit. Because if he could develop a three-point shot, you look at Matthew Hodge. Matthew Hodge is super athletic. He can shoot the three. He can handle the rock. He's an all-around prospect, you know. But he don't have the defensive capabilities that Malcolm Thomas has. Not the athleticism either. That that you know, Malcolm Thomas athleticism. Like Matthew Hodge has athleticism. He can he can rise above you and don't get it twisted. But on the he don't jump higher than Malcolm Thomas. Malcolm Thomas jumps higher in the air than he does. So. Just go to the other side of the ball. Defense, he is spiking, rebounds, and blocking shots. High shots. You can be a, a high shooter. From the logo, he can come get it. So, he's a, if he develops a three-point shot and, you know, taking people off the dribble, Malcolm Thomas is different. Okay, uh, Josiah mosey has been doing good. I mean, I'm just not surprised by him. I can't wait to see him play. He'll remind people of more a little bit because, you know, he gets that, that his size and how he plays the game. His offensive, the way, the way he plays, reminds you of more, you know. Um, he He's a real good player. He's a hell of a player. Um, but I'm just getting breaking down 2024. I have to break down the ZZ Clark situation um, to tell you all about that. Okay, I talked with a coach. I ain't going to tell you what assistant coach I talked to, but, um, yeah, they are recruiting ZZ Clark. I mean, I knew that. I mean, I heard that from one side. That's That's the first thing. Then I had to go to the other side, and you know they were just like you know they're they're still going into it, you know uh what's gonna happen or but with the offer or not um so I mean, and then i I asked was there any other point guard and like no, and really you know it's not no other point guard, so z z is a guy that they want that they're really interested in that they they're focused on that, and it's not like they're tr- they're going and, and looking for a point guard. They're not looking for one. They're just, this is a guy they're interested in. And so, Zz just had 26 points, five rebounds, four assists. Guy was good. Okay, now, congratulations. Congratulations, Coach Ferranti, man. Villanova really had a hell of a year, more than we even thought with the 9-2. and two. I was saying, I attended the um, Stony Brook game. And they demolished them, and then I was like, if they win these next three, this is this is this is their gauntlet. Like the Eagles got their gauntlet part of the schedule. Their gauntlet was um, Townsend, Delaware. What what teams was those? Um, Townsend, Delaware. New Hampshire, that, that 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 was a serious test. Yeah, that, New Hampshire, Townsend. Yeah, that that was a stretch. It was New Hampshire first, then it was Townsend second, and it was Delaware. I was like, they they if they win two out of the three, you know they're a good team. But if they win all three of these, then I was like, they, they're ready to contend for the title. These are the tough teams, you know. These are tough teams, and then not only did they win, they had 45 against New Hampshire. They, Blew out Townsend, blew out Delaware. Jesus! They blew. Out every, then you start looking at their schedule, and Villanova has blew out every team. <laughs> it's okay. You lost against UCF. You lost against Albany. You got blew out against Albany. Who, who, who? Which is the good thing about that? I know it's it's not you know too good. You trying to look at the good part, but um. No, it was some real stuff. You get beat by a good team. Albany's one of those. Not only are they they a good team, they are one of those elite teams, like seriously elite. Like, you only got a couple of teams in the CAA that are even close to Nova. So, and they're one of them. So that's that's the and then they got beat by UCF. I mean UCF. You know, different major Division One program. So, you're looking at it, and then you look at how they've been playing. I, I remember, I remember after the Albany game, even when they was winning games, you know, Lehigh and all I mean, Connor Watkins didn't look sharp. It was interceptions coming. That's, that's I saw interceptions. And it wasn't even that bad yet, and I was just like, the Nova's going to go where Connor Watkins takes him, man. If they need him to be, they got the weapons. So they need him to be their guy. And he was. Not only that, he had a game. We had hundred yards. He didn't even have a good passing game. We just had a rushing game. Like he just took the game over. I mean, he's who he was. He was a he was a dual threat quarterback in high school. It was exciting to watch. Unbelievable gunslinger. Billy the Billy the Kid on um, gunslinger, man. But um he was something he was something major. He was something major, man. Um So, when they got him, I just knew he had the talent. And there it was. Look at it. Look at this season. He's really had a real good season. You look back at his season, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, man, look at this season. Like, he's really had a good season, man. I'm really good to see it. Uh, Really good to see where Nova's at. I mean, look at him. Rayjuan Pringle and Jaron Hayek. I mean, when the last time we had two receivers this good. Then you look up and, oh, the third one is just as good. Jalen Sanchez, like, that's crazy. Then you look up and they don't even, see, it was times they had to use their tight end because there was another weapon. Now it's like, since those three are doing so good, you forget they got Justin Marcus and they got Mitchell Bothwell and they got Antonio Johnson to throw the ball to. When you when they throw to them, when Watkins throws them, it's like, oh, Watkins, I mean, it's going to be something to see how this goes. Um, interesting. Interesting. Uh, the quarterback situation. I'm um, knowing, I'm going to see if Watkins will have an extra year, if he stays an extra year. Maddox is that guy. He's he's the next guy. I think that would be great if Watkins stayed, if he, if he had the eligible time to stay and did. That would be great. I think he would be. I mean, I just see so much in him now. Like he's he's driven, and Watkins is in a zone. He's in that zone zone. Um, you look at Jalen Jackson, who's going to be in the draft. I don't think you know. You know the crazy part about that Jackson is one of the most talented running backs in the country, but won't get being. It's, it's a university thing. I mean, if you look at him, this guy always covers ground. I'm talking about six yards of carry type of guy. You know, he's a super special weapon. You know. Um he had a type of high school career that Johnny Brown did. The guy was committed to Penn State video game numbers. Dylan Jackson video game numbers. So and then he comes and proves he's their talent with Villanova. And then you got D Will Barley and TDAO Durajayi who, you know, made it as a special teams person, um all at CAA. Um we'll talk about that. Um, um excuse me. The offensive line is magnificent. <laughs> Those recruits came up big, man. These guys are good. You got a Steven Voltaire, you know, Team E. Uh, Aju Rotutu, if I'm not doing that wrong. I knew this guy I was going to be good, man. I saw his tape coming out of high school. I said, man, what? what how are they recruiting? You got to, you know, because it's different. How are y'all finding the guys that y'all find the type of talent and nobody else sees them against stars. It's crazy. It's just so many kids that people miss. And this was a guy that was dominant at high school. Like, seriously. And then you got Voltaire, who I knew he had the unbelievable talent, long, strong arms, and boom, he made it. Starting position so fast. Uh, Picard. I mean, Picard. I knew he was going to be that guy. He was a super priority when he was recruited. A good, good team. Nicholas Torres. I remember when he was recruited um I knew he was going to be good. I mean, goodness gracious. He was he was impressive. His tape was impressive. Um the, my surprise is probably Vol- Corby, man, and, and Voltaire. I didn't think Voltaire would do it that fast. I knew he had the talent. It looked good, but man, to see he, you can, you can see the talent. You can see any recruit would love a guy that could that could move like that and had the strong arms he had and boom, look at what he's done. He looks great out there. And Michael Corby, man, walk on. I remember talking to him for two four seven sports walk on Corby, and he did. He proved it. He proved that. Listen, you can, but you know in F- FCS you can get those chances to walk on. You're going to get chances, you know. And he took advantage of it, which is great. I mean, man, the offensive line room is good. The offensive line room is good, man. And, and it's been built from the recruiting. Now they're all on the table. Now the guys have moved on, and you know, grad. You know, guys like you know, are and um miss they all moved on. That, that 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 crew moved on, right? Now look at this crew. Like, right? this is the guys they've been recruiting for the past five years. And goodness gracious, the past three years, I say three years. Good good recruiting class. And now they're good, good. I mean they can run the ball on anybody. Is anybody seeing this like? They could have easily lost to Townsend. Townsend's a good team. There's just too many good teams in CAA. Hey, and Villanova just said, We're the best. <laughs> we're the best. Albany's the only one that got them, man. And I know they taste that. They, they want them again. They're a much different team than they were before. Um, they, I think they would get them. They, they, get, they just know how to get you. Isaiah Ragland, Jerry Briel makes two guys, freshman running backs. That's how you know that offensive line also is blocking good. You're putting your freshman running backs in there, and they're having a good game. i say not saying they're not good. That's not what I'm saying. But they're able to block for them. They're freshman running backs. They haven't even got, They made it easy for them. Reglins a big-time talent, super talent. And then Mace was another one. So you put them in there, and their talents get even evolved because you got guys that are getting you them holes, like Swift is with the Eagles. As good as he's been, now you're with the Eagles offensive line. And now you're even even better. So that offensive line has been crazy good, crazy. And that's one of the biggest weapons that nobody's talking about. Villanova's offensive line, super. You go to the defense, and man, Shane Hartsell, Brendan Bell, um, Daniel Abraham. These are guys that that line I was talking about. What's this linebacker going to be? I remember when they had good linebacking cores and it was like the strength starting from 2017. It's like the strength. The one, one of the strengths, they got multiple good linebackers. And I didn't see it the last couple of years like I usually see it, you know. Man, these guys went to work this year. Seriously went to work. And then the the defensive line was more effective this year. Sh- Shannon Pierre, uh, Jake Rakewine, Cam Cognon, the transfers were all impact, are all impacted. Then you get Jay Green, Aiden Howard. They, this is their year to step in. They're stepping up. I mean, that that's it's a lot of people on that defensive line that are showing up, and it's helping that team. Teams are not able to run on them hard. They're, they're able to get sacks from defensive line. It's been real. This defense, and then the, then the cornerbacks, uh, Isis Waxter and Ty Trent have been. Two of the best. And they've been. I mean, I think Nova might have the top three cornerback tandem in CAA. I mean, Jesus Christ, these guys have been good. And then, not to mention how good Devin, uh, Devin Marshall's been. You still got Elijah Glover and Jaden Goodman. They always pride themselves in, you know, secondary depth and and running back depth. So i become running back is super good this year. I mean, it's just so packed at the running back position right now. I mean, these are good talents. And now you got this line. I mean, look how. I mean, Jalen Jackson was not running like this last year. He was not running like this. I mean, he was running like this, but he was not getting the holes he was getting. So, this is a good team. Um they got they got the bye nine and two big time season. Ferranti's been nominated for an award. Um who all made? Um um Michael Corby and um Ray-Jaron Pringle made first team. They deserved it. I mean, Pringle was looking at NFL. No, I mean, he's a fifth round pick to me. Fifth round. Easy. Easy. Get eat up yards after the catch. He's going to be a guy that impresses in the combine. He's going to get. I think he's going to get drafted. He's going to get drafted like Tanu did, like Brian Westbrook. He's going to get drafted. He, he's just too special of a, uh, a weapon. Um, other guys made it. Um, man, I might miss some guys. Um, I saw um Brandon Bell put on one. I just waxed the entire train and got, got put on. Um, Jay Great Wine got an uh, honorable mention. So the Nathan Van Carroll, who's always been a steady kicker. One of the best in um, FCS. Um, team Andrew Rotutu made uh, a team um So that's how many guys is that? There's two guys off the line that make a team. Um, I think Jalen Jackson, something. Jalen Jackson. I got to go back on that. Jalen Jackson and Jerron Hayek. I'm probably saying that because, man, how did they not make it? Man, this team was really good this year. A lot of good players, a lot of good awards going out. I mean, Ferranti's nominated for the Eddie Robinson Award, as he should. Man, what he's done with this program. And now it's about to go up, man. You know, so um, Jake Beachman, the offensive lineman, was after the walk-on. And then we got uh, Sean, um, excuse me, Sean Bodrick. He's a, a tight end. High-level, tight end, big-time guy. He also got an offer. I see Villanova. Villanova got a good class. This It's a good class. This is a good class. We'll talk about the class once it finishes. But it's a good 2024 class, particularly the late pickups that they got. They started out getting the receivers. And, you know, they got three-star Dylan Mills, the quarterback. But now they're going after – I don't know if they offered Nasir Hennigan yet. I just did his interview. He'll be on 247 Sports real soon. Um, he he had to visit to Villanova at the Delaware game at the Battle of the Blue game uh, I I think they'll offer him though I think they're going to go ahead he, he's a hell of a talent he's very strong he Had 12, 12 touchdowns in 5 games uh, 700 so something yards man these guys good um, there they go trying to keep that, that running back room very productive because they get ballers when I saw D. Will Barley tape I said Jesus Christ then T.D.A. O'Durizzi, was with Damascus. He played with Brian bressy, who was the number one guy in the country at the time. And uh, uh, Timothy Ferguson, who was with Villanova. Crazy, man. Crazy talent, like. So this has been. Oh, congrats. Listen, man. Hello, Lucy Olsen. are Villanova women's team, you know. Crazy, crazy talent, man. And once again, recruiting for the past three years, the recruiting class that Dylan's put together now is all on the table after Maddie leaves. This is when you see your recruiting is good. You know, it's been developing. Let's see if they're good, and that's what it is. Christina Dawes is a heart and soul of that team. Uh, Lucy Olsen is... Oh, my God. Lucy Olsen is like that, man. Like, I, I knew it. I said, yo... I was seeing her shoot at the Hoops Manny and I said, Man, she might be the best. one. Now Housing's too good. But after that, it's Olson. It's Olson and Olson and Moore. You I mean, you gotta be good as a program to be able to have Olsen and Moore, Lucy Olson and Justin Moore as the leaders of your men's basketball Bro, That's crazy. That, that's crazy. You're gonna get great play. Oh, cause Moore can bust a forty cap too. He's one of those type of guys, you know. Lucy Olson is good, man. She's fun to watch. And Bella Ryan but Bella Runyon, the daughter of Philadelphia, you great John Runyan. Yes, I make that because that's I love legacy, and she's good. This is her time. She was good coming out of Jersey. You know, one of the best prospects in Jersey, tough Jersey. And um, she had a double double last game, man. She could pass the ball, how she how she dribbles with the ball in transition, and she's so comfortable, knows where people is on the court. Posts you up, hit the train. Oh, and she's gonna be listen. And then Maddie Weber, man. Do you know how hard it is to have a freshman impact? Like like that. Like like that. I mean, you can impact and do good, but can you Maddie Weber is special. You know how Cam Whitmore was with Villanova last year. That's where Weber's at, man. Weber can eat you up. She can eat you up for 20, 20, 30. She has it. She has it. And it's really good to, you know, as a coach, you see that you got a freshman. That's that good, man. Cause she can start. It ain't like she ain't got nobody she can't start where Matt Webber's at. Dylan has people she can start. But Matt Webber's just that good. So um, it's, it's, it's something interesting because Zanah Jones kind of plays the Mark Armstrong role on this team. Zanah can eat you up if she wants to, but she's, playing, she's a good point guard, plays good defense. Um. Three, three. Three, three. Like, you look at Zanah Jones, she's fast, quick, and I just think, man, as the season goes on, you know it's early. But you're going to see her have some games where you be like, uh-huh. I mean, you saw her, if you saw her play and how she's played, man, you know what she got, and that was a good recruiting class. Same recruiting class, Lucy Olson came out. Bella Ryan. I mean, like, that was a crazy... I mean, Dylan. It's like Coach Dylan went in and put her her mark down, getting that class. Christina Doss. All those girls are ready right now, and they're playing. So now you're looking at the bench. People are not looking at that Abby Jagid. Can come off the bench and do good. Um, looking at Kaylin Orehel come off the bench and do good. You're looking at um. I mean, uh, Megan Oubre can come off and do stuff. So you got. And, and don't think that, you know, Bryn McCurry can I mean, they're not going to rush, you know, talent like that, you know, but they got people that can come off the bench. They have a talented bench, but you got about three girls on that bench. You know, I just named a couple of them that can come off and do good and have impacted this year. Like that, it's a good team. I want to see how good they get as the season goes on. How is this talent progress? Are they their champion team? Are they ready? Because it's good talent. If Abby DeGeney is that good, she's a good two-way monster. If she's if she's ready where she's where I think, where I predict it, she's a two-way monster. You got to watch her. If Kayla Orohill is ready to score and Megan Aubrey's, or, or if they're ready right now, that's going to be a problem for any team coming off the bench seeing those two girls play, like having to deal with them. Um his team is something to look at, man. It is. The, the, the women's team is something to look at. A real good team. And I just want to see just how good. You know, it, when you see the new players at the Maddie's going and the other girls leave, like, now it's like you want to see the new girls. and Now you're like, how good are these girls? Can Christina Dawes? Like, I, I got a high expectation of Christina Dawes, right? High expectation. Um, Weber, I, had, I I had uh, – I had a high expectation, but not, not this quick. Jesus. I didn't think she was that good. I'm not dissing anything like that. I'm just saying, mean, you're a freshman. You don't put pressure on a freshman like that. They have to surprise you. Unless you see something very early. And I didn't see that like to be like, dang, she gonna come in right now immediately and do what she's doing she can even she can have an impactful season without doing what she's doing she can be doing good as a freshman without doing what she's doing that's crazy man she's good but um now you listen i mean just giving a couple of things a couple of pointers when you got to North carolina game today Blanova. um recruiting is recruiting listen just hang tight um you got two – Villanova's a fun recruiting school, so you got some good – um, so many good players that they're recruiting right now. 2025 is going to be fun. That's a that's a very, very talented class. Super talented. All right, Way more talented than 2024, which is a talented class, but 2025 is something. Watch out for 2025. As a collective, they have players. And Anderson and Coach Anderson, Coach Nardi, Coach – Coach um, Howard and uh, Neptune man, they're about to have some fun. They, they, because just recruiting guys who you gonna get, they're gonna get some good players. And um, like I said, I'm still saying Will Riley and Dante Allen at the top. I don't know who else will be but right now. Real, Real Riley and Dante Allen, all those guys who I feel like will be running over, um commits. Um, they're still doing good. Real Riley's five star man. It's really a five star. But uh, Dante Allen's another one doing real good. And the way Nova's doing, man, success makes recruits come too. That, that's all big. So to tell you, I think that that's the big thing right there. I, I honestly think that's the big thing. And success. Success brings recruits. No question. And um I generally think that now with what, what they're doing, recruits are really gonna be on. And and it's early in the season, it's four and one. If they win this battle of Atlantis, that's gonna impress. The more they win, the more it's gonna impress so many recruits and winning with the transfers, people who decided that you understand how big that is. I know recruits is big and all that, but now transfers is a part of it. And how many transfers decide to come to your school is big too. You don't think that's listen, word been word goes around, a guy go to Villanova, a guy commit to Texas. Say that, a guy commits to Texas, and he'll say, Yeah, man, I came here because I like this coach and man, I like to go to this restaurant out here too, man. It's nice, man. You need to come out here and come and chill with me. Then that could bring another guy because that guy could also bring another guy who could come the next year that's how it goes these guys travel in packs they talk about recruits talk about schools I asked that's why I asked those questions and, and um I asked those questions I asked those questions in um all the interviews you know uh, you know the important questions, like if if they go to school with a guy and they both get interest from the same school. Look, have, have y'all talked about school? And they talk, have y'all talked about playing college, playing at the college level together? This that's, this is how things go. This is how things go. And so now that they're winning, that's the now that's another check mark. It's like okay, these are guys. These, Say some guys that don't even talk to guys they've recruited there, but they, you know, some guys are basketball players or student athletes, and they're seeing guys transfer there. Now they're seeing that Villanova's winning. After guys transferred there, then they know after reading further that there was a high transfer class, that was a talented high transfer class, We're at the top in the nation, and they're doing good. So now that goes for Villanova too. Now people want to transfer there. Recruits want to come there. That makes it big. This is this is why I told people, everybody. Oh man, being on list. Yes, when that don't mean nothing if nobody's recruiting. That means everything. That means you'll have a chance in the future. It just has to keep going. The word is getting out. Neptune's word is getting out. People are putting you on final school list, so the word is getting out to other recruits because other recruits are looking at these lists too. Who is this guy? Or this guy has me an offer. Or this guy's interested in me too, and he's on his list. That's what happens. Guys that have top lists have other top lists because, oh, he has Villanova. I'm going to put Villanova on my list, too. I like – yeah, he like Villanova. I like Villanova, too. That goes down. This is what happens, y'all. And so now Villanova's able to get that big recruiting cycle that happened. Everybody talking mess. They got recruits in three of them in 10 days. Just like that, everybody's happy again. <laughs> what the? like I said, everybody calm down, man. You said they was gone. Man, just hold your horses. You know, so this is this is a team, it's gonna be some Lenovo games gonna be big. RJ Davis versus Mark Armstrong. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. That's that's the one I'm looking at. And then also Tyler Burton versus Harrison Ingram. Harrison Ingram I talked to him for NBA draft room. He's a five-star corner. If you want to Google the uh, interview, it's just clicking on uh, NBA draft room. Just put in um, Harrison Ingram, Lita Johnson, five-star corner on the Google, and it'll pop up. So, um, yeah, he was was Stanford, and then he transferred a couple of times. Um, That's just how it is, man. I mean, you know, people transfer. Now he's going to battle Tyler Burton, you know, Ingram's averaging 12 a game, around six rebounds. So this is going to be a big-time matchup between both of them. The experienced, uh, highly productive, high-level high, high level players It's going to be a good matchup. And then Mark Armstrong, he's going to get these. Look, Pop Isaacs was one. Jamir Young was one. He's at the point guard. and You know, the elite point guards are going to be his matchups. They them good point guards. Pop Isaacs was another good one. You know, don't look at the scoring like he got outscored because he got outscored again a couple of times because there are guys, they have to be those guys on the team. Pop Isaacs is the leading scorer for Texas Tech. You know, John Mary Young was one of the best leading scorers. Armstrong don't have to score. Armstrong, eight points is like 20 points. You know, he gets six points. That's like 15 points. Like, because you already got scores and he's just adding to it. He's scoring on you at will. If you're not seeing how you're scoring on people, you take them off the dribble – He's not just getting you no know, put back putbacks, so easy cuts. To, no, he he's 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 a problem. And um Mark Armstrong versus RJ Davis is gonna be a good, good matchup. And um Tyler Burke versus Harrison Eagle. Now, like I say, the Badcott versus Dixon, that's gonna to have to happen at the first of the game, no question. But don't think that I'm pretty sure Neptune was looking at this. You know, where, where has to get in, he has to get in against bad cop. In order for them to win this game, Lance Ware has to be guarding back high most of the game. Um, at least half the game. Then you got um you got uh Nana who can also guard with his athleticism and length and size. They need he needs to use these guys against back high. Back out is six eleven, two fifty, two sixty, you know, averaging twenty and sixteen, twenty-three sixteen. You have to get somebody you you can what I'm saying is at 6'7", and a four-inch difference, you don't want – those are problems when Eric Dixon has to. He's, he doesn't have the length to even, you know, guard that type of person. Like, you need to address those. Let Dixon go on the four and, you know, post up, you know, because they got they get small after that. They get small. You bring Eric Dixon down <clears throat> to the four, that's different. The team is all matched up until you get to the center. And then Eric Dixon's there. If you bring the Eric Dixon down to four, their team is outmatched. You know, so it's going to be big. Carmack Ryan's on their team starting. It's, it's a good team. But Nova's, on paper, talent, more talented than this team. On paper, they're more talented than North Carolina. But they have to go out there and prove it. So I'm out, y'all. Um, Following the sports podcast with a little radio. Y'all enjoy the game. I'm out. Like a photo. I have a last So I can to remember to